Yes. Welcome to the Monster Bash. You may be thinking, but Alex, this show isn't called the Monster Bash. And as far as we're aware, you are not some kind of horrible Dracula-like creature. Well, you're mostly correct on those points that you've imaginarily made. I am a Dracula-like creature, in that I'm of European descent, I have dark hair, and I suck on the blood of innocence. You are correct in that the show is not called The Monster Bash. It is the Alex cast. I played that clip because a few episodes back I referenced that I wanted to use that clip and make an opening that says, Welcome to the Alex cast. Turns out, I don't know how to do that. And I fucked around with it and failed. What I like to refer to as, in the lightest sense, miserably. So, that, as they say in the hood, is that. Very quickly, I would like to tell you that I very much like a bar in Portland, Oregon, and it's called The Standard. You can find them at 14 Northeast 22nd Avenue in Portland. That's in Northeast. If you're on Burnside, go to 22nd, and then it's like right there. It's great. Facebook.com slash TheStandardPDX. I love that bar. I would be talking about that bar if I didn't go there and if they didn't sponsor the show. I wouldn't talk about it if I didn't go there. That'd be stupid. But I go there. My friends are there. I've had many of the regulars on the show. I've had the bartender on the show. I've had hangovers from the bar while doing the show. I've gone to the bar after the show. Every variant of bar show intercourse, and I use that in the old school sense, that I'm fucking the bar, we've done. So please go. Facebook.com slash TheStandardPDX. Or in real life, go to 14 Northeast 22nd Ave in beautiful Portland, Oregon. Yes, uh, please support the place. If you go, make sure uh, you tell them Alex sent you. Uh, if you're listening to the show and you find yourself in Portland, uh, just go and say that. Like, just go there, have like one beer and be like, hey, this is that bar that Alex from the Alex cast talks about. Wink, but don't wink because I, I probably like likely won't be there. So if you wink, it'd be really awkward to whoever you're talking to. But if it's me, you can wink. But I don't know why you'd be referring to me in a third person like that. Like, hey, it's the show that Alex is talking. I don't know if it's a third person. Maybe it's a second person. No, the second person is you. So if you're talking to me, you're just like you were talking about. Yeah, so Alex would be the third person. This is one of those things I start doing on the show where I start to question why I have an audience. Because generally, I think a lot of shows, one, um, know how to book a guest. And then two, don't go into weird diversions whilst talking to themselves about the um, part of speech of something. No, that's not the part of speech, the tense, I guess that is. Hold on a second. Oh, that's good stuff. I'm drinking some hardcore uh, Long Island iced tea right now. <clears throat> Except it's not Long Island iced tea, it's just regular iced tea. Because I'm not drinking any alcohol at the moment. I say that at the moment, not like 
I've made a decision to uh, to dry out. I I mean, like literally at this second, I'm not drinking something alcoholic. I was at the grocery store and I saw iced tea, and I was like, motherfucker, that looks good. I don't keep drinks in my house. It's either beer or water. That's what I drink. It's 99% water. Again, really boring. I asked you guys to ask me questions and give me topic ideas for the show. This is something I would like to do on the regular. And if you give me topics, if you give me questions, I will do more shows and talk about them. If you ask me enough of them, I will actually do extra shows to handle aforementioned questions and topics you'd like to hear me discuss. I was not particularly successful this week in getting questions. I have a couple, but nothing all that, um, actually they're good questions. Sorry. This is, um, uh, I'm wording things weirdly. Uh, I'm wording things weirdly because I just went to ask.fm slash alexcast to see if anybody asked me anything there because I forgot to check. Well, um, yeah, so here are the questions. Um, Geth Squad Illinois asked me. You can find uh, him on Twitter at Tony696936. That's a really bad handle, dude. Um, that's not really bad. It's not that hard to remember, but that's a lot of numbers at the end. That's, that's like six numbers. That's the, yeah, that's not good. But his question's good, so he makes up for it with, um, grace and a plum. And I mean that. I don't, and I mean like actual, like a plum, a, pl- a plum, not a plum. Yeah, so anyway, he asks me about uh, well, essentially, the idea is about kind of pop culture and um, the importance of things. So anyway, uh, in the United States, we have this thing where if you uh, you can go to the government, some government website, you know, um, lobbythepresident.gov or something. And if you start a petition on there, if you get a certain number of signatories on the petition, you can um, it'll be forced to go in front of the president for him to decide its merits, whether or not it should be looked at further in some kind of like official government capacity. Um, when I say put in front of the president, that's, that's the wording I heard, but it seems like a weird thing. It probably, it's like in front of some kind of junior senator or something like that. But anyway, recently there have been, uh, I guess there's just the one, uh, a petition to get the pop, uh, star Justin Bieber, uh, deported. Apparently Justin Bieber is a Canadian uh, living in this country, or at least uh, hanging out in this country, and from what people are telling me, he's been quite the bad little boy. Um, all I know about him is that he kind of looks like if Zach Morris and a lesbian somehow got like merged together, like if it was uh, the Jeff Goldblum version of the Fly, where instead of the Brundle Fly, it would be uh, there was a random like like Zach Morris was randomly in there. And then the other one, they kind of forgot that, like, like a high school tennis coach was also in there. And then it came out, and it's like, oh, look, Justin Bieber. And he uh, got caught uh, driving under the influence of alcohol. He was uh, speeding, um, doing some kind of drag racing. Apparently he had prescription pills and all this other stuff. I have no idea what his music sounds like. Uh, I've been told from Twitter people that it's young people music and not particularly good young people music at that. Um, apparently he was a YouTube sensation. I guess you guys probably all know this, but I, I don't know anything about the world as far as pop culture is concerned. 
And as we learned last week about geography, really don't know anything about the world. Um, pretty much, really, once Rome fell, uh, kind of every year past there, I, I kind of know less and less. And then there's like a good little spike when there's like the alchemist and spiritualist movements, and then it goes back down to nothing. And then I know a fair bit about 8-bit Nintendo games, and that's about it. So, um... I shouldn't be talking about this, but uh, uh, Desquad Illinois asks a good question. So essentially, uh, this uh, petition thing, uh, they got enough signatories. So it's he, he the number he quoted was two hundred thousand. I'm sh- I didn't look it up, but I'm sure that's I'm sure that's absolutely true. It's probably greater than that. Uh, so two hundred thousand signatures to get Justin Bieber deported for his various uh, malfeasances, which I I mean for me it comes down to if if he was a a regular person, if that's something deportable. Uh, then get the fuck out of the country, then yes, that is absolutely true. But that's not what he's asking. He makes the point that uh, on that same signatory website, uh, the same petition website, there was only 500 signatures demanding the investigation into the toxic chemical spills into the West Virginia water supply. And that's a good point. Um, you know, why why do we band around these kind of... I don't know... Um, how would you word it like kind of pop uh topic du jour like uh, uh pop annoyance uh, of the day and for some reason it's like really i don't know it's satisfying for us and and then the other side is why do we not rally around you know the people of West Virginia and it's yeah it's a really interesting question i think it's i don't think this is a simple one um, which is the reason why I kind of wanted to answer it first, because as I said, I didn't have a lot of respondents this week for questions and topics. So I thought this one was actually nuanced enough. I'm like, oh, I can tease out something here. So I guess let's start on the Justin Bieber side first, is this. And, and nothing to do with Justin Bieber, just anybody, any famous person. Is as people, we like to elevate other people. That's That's one of... There's like two things we love is to elevate other people and then to pull down people that have been elevated. And this has been going around for as long as I've been aware of the world. And that was a poor way to word it. What I mean is, uh, as far back in history as I'm aware, that's a better way to put it. Like there is, um, there's great, uh, there's roaming graffiti talking about, uh, the various, uh, fucked up things that gladiators did. Or, uh, or charioteers is another great example, you know, talking about how a charioteer was, uh, essentially the, the Roman equivalent of juicing or whatever, you know, uh, you know, you know, Brodius, uh, uses, uh, uses steel spikes on the course where steel spikes are strictly prohibited, you know, like something, uh, something along those lines. I wish I knew a better example because obviously that one was terrible, but, uh, oh, here's a good one. Um, uh, Julius Caesar, you know, one of the famousest people that's ever been famous. When he conquered, um, uh, well, when he was ye- like a young, I don't even think he was a general yet. So when he was a young soldier, he was going into, I don't know, some other country, I don't remember. But essentially, he went in and uh, they needed a Navy backup when they were going into this uh, other country to conquer. God, I can't remember where the fuck it was. Um Sorry. Uh, anyway, somebody knows what I'm talking about. It doesn't really matter in context of the story. but So uh, he ends up uh, brokering a deal, but it takes a while to broker a deal with this other uh, this other king. Let's call him uh, Menelaus. It's not. Menelaus is a completely different king of just using that because I can't remember the name of the king. But um, 
his detractors because Caesar is this giant glowing example, rock star fucking, uh, uh, you know, uh, politician. Uh, so they start to say that, uh, uh, that Caesar, uh, conquered this other country, but Menelaus conquered Caesar. And they start referring to him as Mrs. Menelaus and Menelaus' wife because he's popular. So therefore you start rumors and you try to, you try to bring him down. And this is just the, the human nature aspect of things. So people love the elevation of people above themselves where I actually kind of think Loki was right in, uh, the Avengers where he gives that whole speech about, you know, is this not better? Is this not your natural position? And, uh, uh where, where he, and then the horrible old man from Germany says, no, we're not going to do this anymore and shakes his fist angrily, inexplicably in English with a German accent. Um, but why the hell did I just start saying that? Oh, oh, that's what I was like. So yeah, we love elevating people above us. We love having, we love making people our betters as much as there's this, uh, kind of a modern take of everybody being equal in some way and trying to like, you know, uh, democratize everything. It's not our nature to do that. And I think it's, you know, our better angels, to move towards that, but our natural inclination is to is to have a chieftain, is to have a tribal leader. But then also, in our natural inclination is to is to stab a tribal leader in the back and become a tribal leader. Um, and these kind of natural urges take show up in weird places. One of which is celebrity and the kind of cult cult of celebrity. So the reason that Justin Bieber gets, uh, you know, millions upon millions of Twitter followers is the same reason why he gets, you know, uh, uh, you know, millions of uh, detractors is because we like raising people up and we love tearing them down. It's it's one of our favorite things to do. And you can even hear the kind of the subtext in it, too, is that another thing we love to do is like after someone fails and has been torn down, and it's kind of fucked up. We love when they come back like we love a Robert Downey Jr. This dude was just fucked up. He was. There was that story where he like stumbled drunk into some fucking the wrong house and fell asleep in someone's bed. Like, dude was fucked up. But then he had this miraculous comeback, and now he's the you know he's uh, he's beloved in Hollywood. We love that shit. So that's why that's why Bieber gets gets uh, you know two hundred thousand, four hundred thousand uh, signatures to get him deported. It's also why he sells millions of records. I don't know if people still sell records anymore, but I'm assuming he does because I've heard of him. And if I've heard of a pop star, that means they're incredibly famous. And then on the other side, and I still think it's a good question, but it's it's one of those things where it's you can't compare the two because there, there are different psychological components behind it. The reason there was only 500 signatories on the West Virginia uh, bill. No, it's not a bill. It's a uh, petition. The reason there's only 500 for that is like, it's, it's, it's polymath. One, the expectation for a lot of people. And, and this one I think is much more just, well, I want, I'm just going to speak for Americans because I think this is kind of a little bit more the way that our government works. Not the government, the way we react to our government, but I think there's an expectation that the government's going to take care of it. Like, why would we have to sign a, a petition? This is obviously something the government's going to take care of. I mean, I'll, you know, it's it, they're not taking care of it, apparently, but I think the, the, the first thought is 
you know, this is this is in their hands. Like the the reason we have a government, the reason we have this uh kind of stratified bureaucracy above us is because when things like that happen is that the requisite parties are now can be on that it can be you know uh assembled like the avengers you know the avengers of toxic uh water uh ways whatever the you know the the defenders of the defenders of uh, of h2o will come swooping into west virginia and fix everything so when the government decides inexplicably to not respond or to think that oh this is the this is the business of whatever they this is the business of the the, the business whatever that chemical company was or is we don't know how to respond because it's i'm kind of doing like the there's this phrase on the internet called uh, like i think it's called the godwin's rule um where the longer an argument goes on on the internet the more likely it is that somebody's going to bring up hitler as a comparison there should be there probably is another phrase but like uh, the godwin's rule but for 9-11 but so 9-11 happens. I don't think anybody, like, the thought wouldn't have, the thought didn't occur to us that, like, the government wasn't going to respond. You know, like, it would never have, the thought didn't cross my mind that, like, we weren't going to have government response, that we weren't going to have, you know, uh, I don't know, some kind of, you know, soldiers and work people and, like, and, and firemen and, and police officers and, and every bit of, you know, uh, what's, what's that, uh, um, FEMA, like it, it wouldn't have occurred to me that they wouldn't have responded. And if they didn't respond, I don't, it's almost unthinkable, you know? So if West, if the West Virginia water supply is getting, you know, completely destroyed, which I don't mean if, I mean, apparently it is, it's, it's almost hard to get your head around that the government isn't responding. It's like, it's such a fundamental, it's so fundamentally what we think of as the government's job that I think it's, I think it's hard to get people to like really like go, holy fuck, no, we need to get this, this, this bill into action. We need to get this petition signed. Like it's, it's hard to get your head around it. It's almost as if like, it's as if. Obama went in the state of union said, Oh yeah. And by the way, uh, we're just going to stop paying soldiers. So, uh, find your own way home. I mean, obviously that's a hugely different, a hugely exaggerated example, but it's so fundamental to the nature of the country that I think if we somehow accepted that they're not going to respond to this, it's almost, that's almost one of those kind of, that's breaking the contract. Like we, we as we as the populace get fucked by the government and we kind of this is one of these tacitly understood things you know we we have roads and school systems and and uh you know infrastructure to have you know our food make sure it's healthy and you know uh there's the water comes into our house and the shit leaves our house and there's this vast vast infrastructure that's built around you know being an american being you know part of a populace and because everything's so easy like that, every, you know, this really is a cushy fucking country. We kind of accept that, you know, our government is incredibly wasteful. I mean, it's, it's doing a shitty job. Like even, even the government at its best is doing an incredibly shitty job. Like we're paying way too much in taxes. We don't get enough back for it. It's horrible, but we kind of accept the horrible because 
because of like the 9-11 things, because of war and because of, you know, just because of fucking highways, you know, because of just all the all the things that the government does because of passports, you know, because of whatever, just the infrastructure that we need. That we kind of that's that's the that's kind of the the tacit agreement we've made with the government. So if they don't respond to toxic fucking chemicals in the water supply of one of their city or one of their uh, states, I think it's hard to get your head around because it really is just well, what's the fucking point of us? Like, why should West Virginia pay taxes then? Fuck that! You they shouldn't pay a goddamn cent of federal taxes until they get some fucking troops on the ground and some kind of poison sponges or whatever the fuck you can do to get that water right like that's this is this is absurdity and i think the reason and that's why i don't want to compare it to justin bieber because it's it's an entirely different kind of absurd you know these are not comparable things they're only comparable in that there are numbers involved but they're not comparable numbers i think this is just hard to get it's hard to get rally around because it is so fundamentally against the way things run that it's almost like you're going so against expectation that it's almost hard to kind of I don't know, you know it's so hard to word what I mean is like it really is like breaking a contract I mean it is just it's like if one day the school buses stop showing up or something you know it's like that's a great example thank you Alex good thank you Alex you pay a shitload of money into into uh into the school system and i do too so by the way everybody in the portland metro region that you have kids going to school um feel free to thank me anytime so i give a bunch of my paycheck to the school system now i don't have kids but assuming i had a kid and every day the bus comes and picks them up if one day the bus just stops coming and then another day the bus is not there and then another if they just stop coming or the teachers stop showing up like it, you wouldn't know what to do it's like well what how do i react to this because it's so but you, you, you go, well, fuck that. I'm paying for this shit. You know, I'm, this is, this, is, and you can, you can get angry about it. But if, if one day just, you know, if one day like just, like they just go, yeah, we don't feel like, we don't feel like having the EPA this month. Just, yeah, we don't need to do air testing. We don't, it's like, well, it's almost hard to, it's like almost hard to get around because you're like, it's such a big deal that it's like, well, they must know what they're doing. You know, they must know that they could turn the EPA off for a month, or they must know that, well, the, the toxic content of the water can't be that bad, or of course the government would be there. So it's, it's hard to get your head around. Also, and I don't mean to shit on West Virginia, because I think West Virginia is a fucking lovely and beautiful state. I've been there a few times. I really, really think it's beautiful. But um, West Virginia, it's not, you know, super populated. And, I mean, it doesn't have the best reputation, so I think... If this happens somewhere else, with a, with a you know larger population density, I think you might hear more out out outcry. I remember when and it's still going on. But I remember uh, watching the video of upstate New York where they could light their uh, their water on fire uh, because they were fracking and it was releasing um, some flammable chemical uh, hydrogen. Is that what happens? Yeah, isn't yeah hydrogen? Hydrogen hydrogen's flammable. Maybe that's it. The point is, and I remember that was like a big fucking deal. There was videos going all over YouTube. I remember there was uh, people talking about it on, uh, you know, various, you know, I don't know, the news show dot com. I, I, whatever the TV shows are. And those, I don't know if anything came from it because I don't live in upstate New York. And, um, well, 
frankly, I'm a fucking lazy person, and I and if I keep following these stories, I'll just get depressed. But I know that got a lot of play because of you know it's it's you know upstate New York doesn't have a shitload of people, but it is part of New York State, which you know has you know one of the probably the biggest city in the country. I don't know if LA is bigger, but giant fucking city in it. So uh, yeah, that's part of it too, is because it's in West Virginia, and then. And then, you know, and then the more conspiratorial minded of me is, I mean, that's whatever the company is that spilled all the, spilled all the chemicals is they probably just bought off the local government there. Like it's this, this country really bows to corporations is kind of what, what is done now. If, if anything, look at the, you know, the financial collapse in 08 is, I mean, it's, it's a rigged fucking game. These, these companies failed us they just failed they they failed their their customers they they just failed on every conceivable level of fail epic fail if i may use an internetism and they stayed in business they got bonuses they weren't fined it was and because essentially in the way that we get fucked by the government i guess the government gets fucked by the large corporations and i mean i suppose that could be part of it i mean as I'm saying that, I've done no research into this. So this 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 uh, chemical company could be, you know, you know, mom and pa's, you know, uh, down home cyanide. I I don't know, but I'm assuming since it's big enough to uh, destroy an entire ecology, I assume it'd be at least somewhat large enough of a company, kind of like a BP when they did the oil spill. They actually turned a profit that year. They wrote off the oil uh, that was lost. Uh, they wrote it off against taxes. Really disgusting. So that's part of it too. So I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a, it's a valid comparison, but they are two interesting topics, and you know, two kind of disparate ways that we find things interesting. You know, because um, you know, because uh, someone enjoys uh, uh, football doesn't mean they can't be political. You know, like I, these, I I like when any major sporting event happens and all the uh, anti-sports people that think that it's intellectual to not like sports come out and post all these, you know, anti-sport pictures and another picture of people screaming, wearing their uh, team jersey. And they go, well, what would ma- what would happen if people cared this much about things that matter? Well, people do care that much about things that matter. It's just they also care about football. It's it's not a, it's not a this or that. This is not a black and white thing where, yes, all my energy must be devoted to to this thing it's it's that's a silly statement that's a binary means of thinking and as we know on the alex cast i don't like binary thinking it's gotta be maybe nothing at all which is sort of a binary statement (laughs) but i like i like shades of gray that's that's the only way the world exists i i don't know a lot of things that i could just stop the statement there but I don't know a lot of things that are intrinsically right or intrinsically wrong, uh, you know, intrinsically good, intrinsically bad. Everything is various beautiful permutations and shades spread across the spectrum. And to say that it, it's one or the other or one thing detracts from the other when they're not compared, when they're not, you know, equivalent, eh, I just, I don't think it's worthwhile. Not to say that this question is of that route. It's just a, the style of, it's in the style of that uh, thinking. So... Yeah, like, why are we obsessed with pop culture and not with, you know, killing our, you know, environment? It's a valid question, but in comparing a single one to a single other, it's difficult. Um, yeah, something along those lines. 
Yeah, it is fucking interesting, though. I mean, I guess in this case, you kind of... Because it is kind of a grassroots thing. Not grassroots, it's a, uh, what do you call it? Like a social media-driven thing, because it is getting signatures through through the internet. I suppose it can be compared a little bit about... I mean, yeah, they, yeah. I would like to see those numbers. I mean, 500 to 200,000 is just fucking absurd. But I also would like to see the numbers of, like, let's say, take... Um, um, I'm trying to think of an issue that would be a little, uh, how does one do it? Okay. So, uh, last week or so, Bell Canada, the, the, um, telecommunications company in Canada did this thing called Bell Let's Talk. And it was a fundraiser for kind of like depression uh, awareness, essentially. I'm not giving it the best description, but the point is, all you had to do was uh, tweet something with the hashtag, like, Bell Let's Talk or something along those lines. And for every single issuance of that, even a retweet, they were giving five cents. And they ended up uh, raising, like, six million dollars off of that. Now, I don't know how to do math, but that seems like a shitload of fucking people uh, tweeting and retweeting this thing. And that seems like a lot more people than were tweeting and retweeting, you know, Justin Bieber. I could be wrong with that, but you can get a groundswell of positive enforcement. And, you know, in our Discord community, we had, you know, the the fun to give Yuck Nasty some cash after his fucking house burnt down, and that was a lot of people getting together and fucking, you know, getting some shit done. And I mean, yeah, it's not Justin Bieber level. But I don't, I don't know. I mean, I do know, but it's. I think there's kind of comparisons, but I don't think it's. I think there's more overlap than comparison. I guess you should say, like, if you take those Justin Bieber numbers. I would say that if you took out, no, that's not a really good one. I was going to say if you take it, yeah. It's just the internet's filled with fucking idiots. Is that a better answer? Yeah, that's my answer. The internet is just chock-a-block full of fucking idiots. It, it's people that, that the, the internet started a thing where grown fucking men like, like my little pony. The internet is where I found a picture of Pikachu blowing Jesus. The internet is a terrible fucking place full of immature fucking assholes doing shitty things and saying horrible things about every group of people possible. And that actually probably is the closest equality we're ever going to get. Is that the internet is a place where we can all be mocked equally. You know, uh, the internet is a place where I, I can, in the same breath, be called a faggot, uh, as a woman will be called a cunt. And it's just like, oh, this is nice. You know, oh, well, we've all gotten together because, uh, there's a bunch of, hateful troll-like people that uh that for some reason find it fun to insult other people for no good reason so i guess that's the equality i've always been looking for uh in in the universe and maybe one day we can either all insult ourselves so perfectly that we'll all be in love and everything will be happy and shiny and perfect and new and there will be no war or there'll be such perfect war on the internet that everybody will be so distracted that no one will decide to kill each other for that day or maybe the other way, maybe maybe the ultimate troll will rise up at the depths of 4chan, glowing scepter in hand, placing the best single comments upon the heads of other people, the most crushing argumentative technique, laying waste to throngs of people that used to frequent Fark and Reddit, the ghosts of Dig wailing in the background as wind and shadows, and this man will rise up and take over the world, and finally we'll have our perfect ruler. Maybe that's how it's going to happen. Maybe that's our alpha. Then, you know, you never know, because there's always that, there's always, you know, the beta wolf, and then that creepy omega in the back. 
you know, the sneaky one, the creative one that's, you know, just kind of waiting for the opportunity, the Iago, you know. I don't know if you know. I don't know if you've read Othello. Othello's a good book. Because when I said Iago, bet you a few of you thought about that fucking parrot from that movie. Um, Aladdin, I think it was. So, yes, that's my opinion on Justin Bieber. Thank you for listening. Uh, the other thing I wanted to tell you guys about is this. If you can just give me a moment. Uh, there's a bunch of you that listen, and I thank you for that. What I would like from you is this. And I really can, I just, if I can ask a favor, uh, I do the show for free, and I'm fine with that. I like it. I'm not, when I say I'm fine with that, that sounded terrible. I don't mean, I mean, I'm absolutely 100% like, yay, I want to do the show. Uh, but there's a few ways you can help me out, and it really would help a lot, is um, alexcast.com, there's a link, there's, if you go there and click the thing that says books, those are the two books I've written. You can either buy one, or if you're an Amazon customer, uh, leave, a, leave a nice review. Um, it's really, really helpful. It helps the ratings, it makes it look like a more legitimate book, and honestly, it's a good book. Both of them are good, but Periphery is the novel they put out recently, and that's super helpful. Uh, if you don't want to do that, um, nice five-star review on iTunes, super helpful. You know, if I get in the new and noteworthy again, I could, you know, get some more listeners, and then, you know, things would be good that way, and that's super helpful, and the other thing is on alexhouse.com, there's an, there's an Amazon link. So if you're going to buy shit on Amazon, click there first. Fuck, make that your, make that your bookmark for Amazon. And then I guess small percentage of your purchase, you don't pay a red cent extra. It's beautiful. There's a, an audible link on there that if you get a free audiobook, like free, you just get a free audiobook. I get 15 bucks for each of you that do that. And I'm really poor. I can't afford a fucking, I'm trying to save up to get uh, some kind of portable writing device. And I am failing horribly at this because it's, so help that's that's just what i mean just some way to help there's so many different ways to help that would be any of those would be wonderful just some kind of thing and if you happen to be wealthy there's a paypal link on there there's a fucking there's a bitcoin uh address on there if you like the show or if you just listen to the show every now and again just help in some way like it doesn't have to be money just like a a review a fucking a pat on the head a nice email alexcast at gmail.com write me an email and say hey alex i don't really have like I don't like Amazon or and I don't have iTunes and I don't have any money, but like, I think your show is good. And I'd be like, Oh, thanks, man. That's, that's as good. That's wonderful. And I think, I thank everybody that does that. Or I do hear from people every now and again on that. Oh, speaking, if you don't like Amazon, um, here's a good one. If you're broke and that's why you haven't read the books yet. If you go to smashwords.com, I put up uh, periphery, which is the novel I have out now and the void sutras, a collection of poems and short stories. And they are both there, and they're both name your own price. So if you're fucking broke, or, you know, you you would pay for it, but you just don't like Amazon, they're there. So it's name your own price from zero to, you know, I suppose, you know, you could spend millions. That would be weird, but I would be happy with it. Uh, Yeah, so that would be good. Please do that. If So if you've been a listener and you haven't done any, like, please, that's just help me a little bit. Because, um, as well you know, I'm a very depressed person, and... Sometimes it feels like, well, I know I'm screaming into the wind, and then uh, behind me is the void that Nietzsche talked about, but at some point, it does get a little frustrating. Your voice goes harsh, and you're like, because a voice can go harsh, that's what it means. Uh, Horse is the word I was searching for. And uh, the frustration kind of builds, and it's uh, really annoying. So, um, not annoying, that's the wrong, it's um, depressing. It makes me sad, that's what I'm saying. So, don't make me sad. 
uh, if you could uh, just help in some way or 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 just give me a digital thumbs up. Some help me. I'm I'm calling for you to help. That's this. It's not that it's not that difficult. I see how many people download the show. Unless you're just downloading it and then and then deleting it. Well then then me saying the rest of the sentence doesn't really matter because you wouldn't actually ever hear it. So I'd be talking to the people that aren't doing that. So I guess I'll shut up. Yeah. Uh, on that note, uh, well, this is more for you, but it's also something that would help. But I'm, I'm looking for new show art. So if you're an artist type person, you feel like designing something, uh, I would be happy to, uh, give it a look and most likely use it. So, um, just email me, alexcast at gmail.com. And that is, uh, yeah, that's all the, that's all the begging, oh my God, please help me, uh, ness of the, of the show. I, let's see, what do I want to do from here? Yeah. Let's do that, that, and that. So there's a dude on on Twitter. There's many people on Twitter, many dudes. Uh, one of which is me, at the Alex Cast, so check that shit out. Uh, there's a dude on Twitter called at Waterboxer. Like, uh, water, like H2O, like the, the, um, the water, you know, boxer, B-O-X-E-R, like, um, like an album by the national or, you know, one who participates in, um, the placing of items into cardboard or, uh, one who is a type of dog, uh, or, um, even one who, I think I'm out of stupid things to say, you know, punches people. So at Waterboxer, he is, well, he's actually been on the show before. Now I think about it. That was, that was quite a bit ago, but, uh, he is one of these like weird kind of fonts of positivity in the universe. Uh, super helpful dude. He's always making like, um, kind of art. Um, I don't want to say advertisements cause that's the wrong term, but kind of, um, f- fan art. The advertisement type things for podcasts he likes. And it's super fucking cool. Uh, he actually did one for me at one point. Uh, kind of, he does like modified old, uh, comic book covers and some original stuff. He does a lot of like Bruce Lee shit for, uh, Church of What's Happening Now with Mr. Joey Diaz. Uh, beautiful, beautiful show. And yeah, anyway, I'm just trying to, I don't know, the solo shows, I just, I, I want to kind of make it a note of referencing some of the kind of more beautiful people I get to know on the internet. And he is one of them. So I thought I'd say that. This is kind of awkward. This is easier last week because I was talking about a chick. So it's like a little bit easier. Now I'm like, now I just, if I was the type of person that would say no homo, I would do that. But I'm not the type of person that say that. Either way, go back and listen to the episode he was on. He's a fucking beautiful man. Or, and follow him on Twitter, at Waterboxer. Uh, yeah. So, and you follow him and be like, wow, and this guy is nice. So, you know, smart dude. got interesting views on things. Hey, I'm just interested in good shit. So, yeah, that is that is Alex's shout out of the night at Waterboxer. Uh, on that note, um, let's talk about UFC for a second. UFC 169 was on Saturday, and boy, howdy, was that a fucking terrible UFC? Uh, I think Dana White actually agreed with it. Uh, agreed with me, and by agreed with me, I mean you know. He, called me up earlier and we had a nice chat. I was like, yo, D-Dog! And he's like, hey, Abel! And uh, none of that happened, but in the con- in the um, kind of press conference afterwards, yeah, they, call it a, they call it a press, like they call it like a scrum, a post-fight scrum. 
I hear reference, which is weird because I know a scrum is a uh, either like a little uh, a fighty thing, you know, like break out into a scrum or the um, I guess what they call them rugby where they're in a circle and they kind of push back and forth, which would make sense that the fighty thing would be called that. Point is, in the post UFC scrum, he kind of made a reference that uh, the uh, I think they went like it was like mostly decisions and most of the card and talking about uh, the early stoppage with uh, Uriah Faber versus. Um, guy he was fighting Faber god damn it I'm an asshole it's Faber uh is it Barrow I get Barrow and the other dude confused 169 hold on I'm, I'm researching uh oh it was Barrow okay cool yeah so Faber Barrow they they had a I didn't think it was that early of a stop uh Dana said it was uh Faber went nuts apparently so anyway uh Faber got rocked Recovered a bit, got up, threw a couple punches, got wobbled again, or maybe just kept wobble from the first time. One of those things. They go to the ground, and he kind of just uh, turtles up, you know, blocking punches. And it looks like, you know, the punches weren't landing, but he wasn't moving. And from my vantage point, and from my vantage point, I mean, I was watching it on TV, but it, it to me, it looked like it was a good stop because he wasn't moving. Not that he was knocked out, but it was one of those things where that happens. Like, if you're just turtling, they, they call the fight. Uh, or, you know, usually, you know, the ref will go, hey, you good, you good. But uh, Faber claims he gave the thumbs up. I didn't see the thumbs up. Not to say it didn't happen because I didn't watch the replay because it was like, oh, what a shitty fucking fight. He claims he gave the thumbs up. Uh, Dana kind of agreed and said it was shitty. So you might see that. Um, you might see that uh, rematch, maybe. But, yeah, it was just a really shitty card. It's like a uh, fucking... Um, Alistair Overeem fought um, Frank Mir, which is just the battle of fucking old, tired dudes. They both looked shitty. And Overeem won-ish. Um, it was kind of, you know, again, looked he, he looked okay. I mean, he just looked better than Frank Mir, which isn't all that difficult to do. I mean, not I'm saying that as a professional heavyweight fucking UFC guy. I don't mean, in no way am I saying it would, it would be literally, the only way I would look better than Frank Mir is if he had just finished a fight where he had been knocked out and most of his limbs were broken, then maybe I could win. And even then, I'm pretty sure he'd find some way to beat me. Like, I think, I'm pretty sure that guy could beat me up, like, uh, like with with his legs and both of his arms immobilized. He'd find some way to put me in a, like, literally a neck choke will find some way to, like, wrap his chin and shoulder around my neck and choke me out. So, uh, when I say that, I'm fully referring to, like, top contender caliber people here. But, uh, yeah, Overeem, they both just look really tired. And at the end, uh, so Overeem has the fucking thing one fucking easy. And the last two fights, he'd gotten knocked out in kind of shitty ways. He's kind of come from behind victories from the, uh, from the opponent, you know, kind of weak jaw thing. And yeah, so he just kind of stood back and just didn't go for the finish. And it was just really lame and slow. And then he fucking in the post fight, when, uh, Rogan's interviewing him, he calls out Brock Lesnar. Which is just inexplicable. Like one, Lesnar's not in the in the UFC at the moment, but there's rumors he's coming back. But who gives a fuck about that? He calls about the last time they fought, Overeem won handily. Why would you call out a dude you already beat? That's that's setting. It's just. I mean, I guess I guess it's a money fight, so he wants loot, but it just was weird. And then calling calling somebody out from another organization. I mean, uh, uh, Lesnar's still in the WWE, so. That was just weird. It was just overall weird, but yeah, the whole the whole card was pretty shit. Um, I mean, the card looked good on paper, but it was pretty shit once it you know all the fights. Uh, yeah, but 
Yeah, that's about it. I mean, I don't know. I don't know why I even brought that up. I just, it's one of those things I was like, what a fucking disappointment. I felt, you know, you can't have all the cards be good, but it was just one of those weird things where just every one of them blew. And then the botch stop at the end, which to be fair, it was Herb Dean who, uh, and this is not me quoting Dana White. I would have said this beforehand is he's the best fucking ref in the business. The guy's amazing. Really funny too. He's been on, uh, he's been on Joey Diaz's show, uh, church of what's happening now. Really fucking smart, interesting dude. He's the black dude with the dreads. Like he's, he's re- a really good ref. So, you know, just, I guess he missed the, uh, I guess he missed the thumbs up. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I should probably rewatch it, but it was just, it was, it was pretty shitty. So I just, I just really didn't feel like, uh, I just didn't feel like doing it, you know, cause let's face it. I'm, I'm a really, really lazy man and I don't have time to go back and watch things I enjoy because I'm also really depressed, depressed about life. Speaking of depressed about life. I got nothing followed up with. One of these days I'm going to do, I, I keep meaning to do the episode and I just haven't gotten around to it. I was going to do it tonight, but I just didn't want to depress myself. Uh, I want to do, I've already recorded it a few times at this point, but the depression episode of talking about, um, my, uh, my struggle with depression or whatever. Um, it's a weird one because it's like a, you know, it's supposed to be a comedy show or at least a, um, lighthearted, uh, talk radio style show so it's a little yeah it's a little it's a little odd to try to like devote an entire episode to that so i think i'm gonna do one and then put it i won't put it on the feed i'll just like upload it to the site and tell everybody i guess um yeah who knows if that'll work out though because i think there's a lot of you that don't actually follow me on twitter or aren't on twitter or facebook oh, speaking of which facebook.com slash alexcast uh, is facebook.com slash alexcast. No, the. The only the is in my stupid Twitter name because somebody has at alexcast and, um, that kid, uh, is, uh, somebody tracked him down for me, but he speaks Spanish. So I didn't feel like trying to, one, I don't really know how to get him to give me that name. And then two, I don't know how to tell somebody else to tell him to tell me, you know, so you know what I like to say? Throw up the W. What the fuck evs? I don't like to say that ever. I like to say it every now and again because it's a silly, silly thing to say. And it makes me feel like, it makes me feel like I might, I might just off myself one of these days because I'm the type of person that says whatevs, but I'm not going to do that. I shouldn't have said that. Sorry. I I shouldn't mention fucking suicide. That's, that's a shitty thing. Sorry. I take that back. I didn't like mean it. I was like, if I met, if I, I, I was just talking about fucking doing an episode about being depressed, I make a suicide joke. Not the right place for it. So anyway. I guess if you want to hear that show, um, get in touch or whatever at the Alice cast. I'm also writing a book about it. So this is like another thing I'm a little thrown off by. I'm writing a thing called the Suicide Chronicles, which I'm probably going to change the name because it's kind of, I mean, because I mean, hopefully the book doesn't end with me killing myself because one, it'd be really tough to edit. Um, and then two, you know, I wouldn't be there to, to watch no one read it. But, um, yeah, the whole thing is, is, uh, I'm doing a book about, so essentially my kind of how I've managed to, to kind of stay above dirt and kind of the, it's essentially like I'm, I'm kind of the phrase I'm using or the phrase I'm kind of thinking about is it's essentially like advice and anecdotes for people that advice and anecdotes don't work for uh, pretty much people like me. Cause there's a lot of um, really well-meaning people that have tried to help me over the years and uh, really, really nice, smart, 
spiritually enlightened and advanced people that say really wonderful, intelligent, and and things that I hear the ring of truth in, and and it it it, it just does nothing to help me in the fucking slightest. So uh, I'm I I just think maybe putting a book out of kind of my experience of how I, and not to say that I'm fucking thriving, but it's kind of one of those things of I guess I guess the 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 hook is this is that by the time the book comes out I'm going to be someone with three published books or at least you know it's self-published order, but I've written three books at that point um I already have two out and the third is kind of on its way so the idea is kind of you know well if you if you hang out you know if you don't end it you can and just keep you know kind of keep the nose to the grindstone you can kind of chop out a life that's worthy of something you know like I can't say that I'm having the best time uh, on this planet. Uh, I, I definitely can't say that. In fact, I'm probably going to spend about an hour uh, on that episode saying how I can't say that and and how everything is a cold, dark, miserable thing that's almost impossible to try to face every day. But the point is, um, I can say that looking back, I've I've done I've done good work, and that my continued existence on this planet has been. Uh, helpful to to quite a few people, and I'm not. That sounds if that sounds bragging. I don't mean that. I mean just people have said like thank you to me quite a few times. Uh, you know, I get I get random DMs and random emails uh, from people, not so much lately, but that you know them asking for advice on shit, and I've had people say like I re- you know I really help them. So that's um that's worth it. You know, like if if I can carry the fucking if I can carry the stone for them, you know, make their their burden a little bit easier. I'm down with that, you know. I got fucking I got I got strong legs, you know. So keep piling on, I suppose. But yeah, so that's the book I'm gonna write. And that's the podcast I'm gonna do, but who the fuck knows? Yeah. So anyway, on that note, uh all that stuff I said before, go to alexcast.com. Uh everything you can click there would be helpful to me. Leave me Amazon reviews, iTunes reviews. Just uh, please do something, uh, anything. For uh, I, I know this is kind of a begging thing, but I just I really could use uh, I could use a good day. Like I could really use something good to happen in my life one of these days. Uh, it's been a while, um, and uh, I do I genuinely uh, I genuinely enjoy when I when things like that happen. Um, it gives me. It gives me the closest thing to pleasure that I can get <laughs> to see uh, the books get sold. And again, it's on Smashwords. You can literally, if you if you feel like you don't have money or you just don't feel like paying for it, you can have it for free, the digital book for free. So uh, when I say sales, I, I have n- there's no money here. I'm not talking about money. I'm talking about I, I really like when people uh, have, I really like when people get to you know, experience what I put out there, you know, to same as like, listen to the show, you know, I don't, I don't want more listeners. Cause I think like, this is going to ever like make money. This is never going to make money. It's, it's, it's impossible. This is not the type of show that would ever get that popular, but the more people that listen, I, I do tend to think it's better. Um, yeah. So, and the more people that read the books, I think it's better. And all the other stuff that does involve money, well, that's just because I'm really, really broke and can, you know, usually can't afford rent. And I'm trying to buy a, a laptop so I can uh, continue writing outside of my apartment. And uh, 
that writing outside of the apartment involves uh, a laptop. Looking at a Chromebook, there's a so cheap one for like 200 bucks, and it looks really good. It looks like exactly what I want. And uh, I don't have that. So, help me out. Get a free audiobook, I get 15 bucks. Donate through PayPal. Give me a Bitcoin. I think a Bitcoin's like 900 bucks. Don't do that. I mean, for the love of God, do that if you got one laying around. But, you know, give me some percentage of that. Uh, just do things. Anyway. Uh, if you don't want to do things with money, do things without money. Uh, if you don't want to do things without money, and you don't want to do things with money, and you don't want to participate at all, I, what, why are you here? <laughs> I mean, you're welcome to hang out, but I, I just, it's weird because, you know, um, you know, it's, it's, it's not, it's not like, uh, there's a big difference between me as a person and me as an artist. So I don't, I don't know why anybody would be listening to the show that wasn't interested in me as an artist. It, it's always been strange. Well, I mean, I guess if you count podcasts as art, answer my own question. Yeah, I definitely do that. So anyway, leave things, reviews or whatever. Sorry, I know I'm being begging. I just, I really just having a fucking tough time of it lately. And I, I really just want a, I just want a good day. Um, and getting a nice review and, uh, you know, getting books sold, uh, really, really does give like a little small modicum of pleasure in my otherwise, uh, what they refer to as anhedonic. It's, uh, uh unable to, uh, unable to feel happy anhedonic, my otherwise anhedonic world. I don't know if that's the right word. Probably is. Who gives a fuck? There's one thing I know is that a lot of people don't give a shit about me using big words. Another thing I know is that there's no one listening anymore. So, uh, yeah. What else can I tell you? Um, we're almost at an hour. Um, I would have just stopped. If it was at 45 right now, I would have just stopped. But, oh, okay. Um, so this is going to come out. It's Monday right now. Monday the, um, second, third, something. Um, on Wednesday, I don't know when the episode's going to come out, but I'm going to be back on the Whatcast. Uh, Mike from the Whatcast was on the other day. So, yeah, if you go to, I think it's, uh, thewhatcast.libson.com or just, just search for the Whatcast. They're on, they're on Twitter. They're on Facebook. They're, they're on iTunes. They're, uh, I think they might be working on getting on Stitcher. Maybe they already are. But either way, just find the Whatcast. I've been on there, uh, quite a few times now. Uh, it's Mike and Mateo. They're fine young men. They do a, a, a fun little, uh, paranormal show and, uh, once a month they do like a geek edition talking about like comic books and geeky stuff. So yeah, it is, um, it is a fun, fun show. And I hope that you guys come and check me out on there. And if not, just come and uh, just go listen to, uh, Mateo and Mike talk. They had, uh, Dirty DeVoe on, uh, pretty recently. The, uh, Dirty Commuter. The DeVoe Commuter. I forget what his show is called. But either way, he's a funny dude. So you could probably just go listen to that episode. And, um, you know, that's it. I really didn't have anything to finish that sentence with. Oh, Alex, this is one of those, this is one of those shows. Maybe I'll put like, maybe I'll put like a fun clip in the middle to try to, try to, you know, punch this thing up. I'll leave something at the end. Anyway, oh god. I was, I don't want to sign off because I don't have anything to do right now. Kind of, it's like 9.43 p.m. I don't really, I don't feel like writing at the moment. Yeah, maybe I'll, yeah, maybe I'll do that. I'm gonna go, uh, I'm going to go uh, cut my hair off and make little dolls out of it and masturbate on them. That seems like a good idea. So when I say things like that, I realize that my mom listens to this show sometimes. Oops. Well, on that note, I have been Alex, you have been the audience, and this has been the Alex Cast. Thanks for listening.